Hey guys, and welcome to another week's episode of A Horse's Journey. So this week I'm going to be chatting about how I backed RJ and the sort of the process and why it was different to any other horse I have ever backed before. So yeah. Radio guys, I apologize in advance. Um, today actually turned into a pretty rough day um, for me. It's funny, this always seems to happen. Um, so I'm not feeling the greatest, not the most energetic, but I'm going to try and make this a really fun podcast anyway because I know I've got to make something for you guys to listen to. That's my commitment. Um, but I am also doing stuff in the background, so I am putting my clothes on coat hangers which is boring but I also got grabbed it by my mum so I'm gonna do as she says um so this week I wanted to chat a little bit more about how I started RJ um with him when I first got him I was like oh it'll be easy I'll just pop on you know it'll be fine and just get going and we'll be away it was not like that at all he did not trust me he was not interested in trusting me he didn't really want to trust me he just was like "Mm, no so it took actually a really long time to get on him and it was frustrating for me I actually found it really mentally draining to deal with that because I was like man I just want to get on this horse like is it me like all this stuff in my head about like why I couldn't get on this horse but it was simply because he didn't trust me and I didn't trust him but that has changed now and he is awesome anyway so every other time I I like to go by the motto that when you're starting a horse you start them with like little to no gear so that they just get used to the rider and that's what I try to do with most of the horses that I start Harley was he worked really well with that um I got on him bareback first so of course he got used to all that and then you just chuck the saddle on and they're usually pretty good don't well don't chuck it but (laughs) they're usually pretty good with the saddle because they're used to the harness gear but anyway with RJ it was not like that at all and I was like his back was kind of sore he um because I think I I can't promise this is why but me and the lady who massages him um, both think this is why one of his legs is shorter than the others which means he kind of compensates for weight wear um and that means he gets sore quicker than other horses so I actually have to keep maintaining his um like his physical soundness um he's not unsound he can just get sore um anyway so that was sort of all that was a part of it as well I couldn't lie across him bareback let alone swing around and use use his body to get my body onto him because it hurt him and I would make him uncomfortable and I was trying to make the whole thing as positive as possible because if he's sore he tells me and I don't want to create um bad you know uh bad behavior around riding because that's not not at all how it is um uh um Anyway, he was, it was like, in my mind, I just couldn't figure it out. I was sort of like, hmm, how am I going to do this? Like, this is a challenge I've never had to face before. So I actually didn't get around to backing him for quite a few months because I just wasn't sure how to do it. And I wasn't sure how I was going to manage to do it. Um, and I was da- doubting myself a lot. Um, but anyways, I uh, eventually got on him. But I got on him in the saddle. The first time we had a rider on him, he had a saddle on. And usually, I, as I said before, I don't do that. I really do not. I think that they have enough to think about without the added pressure of all the gear and stuff like that um so he just had a halter and um uh, reins on and I actually watched I was on Instagram the other day and this was before this was while I was frustrated like having a really like this whole thing was frustrating me really badly and I was looking through Show Jumping Bay's account and she Phoebe Shannon um search her up if you haven't seen her her horses are gorgeous and she's really really good and she rehomes standard breeds um and anyway she has these two pintos at the moment and I watched her back one of them for the first time and it was a way I'd never seen anyone do it before a lot of the times you watch people and they lie across them and then they'll swing around well she actually stood up higher than the horse and like 
just popped her leg over. And for me, the part where you swing around is actually really hard because of my physical limitations with my hips not being that good. And so I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I can do that. Like, I'll be able to do that. What the heck? And I did. <laughs> and it was so easy. And I was on him pretty quickly. He didn't really care about the weight. It meant that I could also have a foot on our ball walk. So if he actually did anything that I could put my weight up and be able to um, abort. Is that the word? Abort mission. Um, <laughs> actually, that could be quite incorrect, that word. But if you, yeah, you get what I mean. Like, I was like, I didn't want to put myself or him in a situation where things would go nasty. Um, especially because he can be quite spooky and so I um yeah I that's how I did it and it was something I'd never done before and it's something that I'd never planned on doing and I don't I don't even know if that's the way I'll back other horses but it's the way that I had to back RJ for his sake and my sake man because <laughs> like my body strength with my hips um, is pretty low as much as I would love to say it's high and I'm super strong and all that it's not that great and I had to come to, the, to come to terms with that and then find a new way to do it and RJ I only put the saddle on RJ because it, it distributed the pressure evenly around his back and that meant that he wasn't sore and I wasn't sore and just the whole thing ended up working out really well and I was quite surprised if I'm honest with you because I was expecting it to be a total shit show because it was against excuse my language um it was against everything that I had ever really the, the morals and the training um skills that I had ever that I had put together in my mind um so I was sort of like yeah I was frazzled that the whole thing really worked that well um but I definitely plan if I have horses in the future who are sore in their backs if I'm in a time pressure restraint I will be using the saddle to back them um it, but it will depend on each individual horse of course these are harness horses who've had the harness gear on and they know what it's like to have weight on them they just haven't had a rider on and so that gets that that eliminates like a whole element of you know it makes it so much easier for me which is awesome, um, but it, it also, with RJ, it was a lot trickier than with any other horse because he was very, very untrustworthy, and he had no interest in trusting me, um, he just wanted to do his thing, and that was, it was that, he tried in ways, but he was also very wary, and he was very quick to jump, and very quick to become afraid of anything that moved, <laughs> and I found that really challenging mentally to start with, and I was like, oh my god, I'm never gonna get on this horse, and when I do, he's gonna be awful, he wasn't, he was really good, um, I've only think I've had five, I've had like three sits and a couple of rides, and I'll continue to ride him over the week coming, not today, because it's freezing cold and very, very stormy, I'm watching storm clouds roll past currently, um, and he's been very good, and he's very chilled out, which surprises me, he said, it's, it's almost like because I spent, I like to think, that because I spent that extra time um, building a bond with him and um, creating a relationship between us that's based on trust, um, he sort of just goes, okay, mum, I can do that. Okay, mum, I can do that. Okay, mum, I can do that. Which is so nice because I've actually never had, like, had a horse like that before. And he is my favourite horse of all so far. But um, I definitely think that there's pros and cons to backing them with the saddle on. And there's, definite, there's always pros and cons with everything, I guess. But like... The pro for me was that it was it was doing exactly that. It was distributing the weight evenly around his back. Um, it also meant that I got a chance, like it put me up a bit higher off him. Um, and it meant that I usually wouldn't get on a horse when they're um, sore. Uh, but he wasn't sore enough that I was hurting him if I got on him like that. But it was sore enough that if I was pulling my body weight around him, if that makes sense, or yeah. So he's now had another massage and he's feeling even better. And all we did was walk. Please bear in mind, I was on him for no longer than 10 minutes max because I was just being cautious and making sure that he wasn't sore um, and that I wasn't putting too much pressure on him and putting him in a situation where he could become explosive because he has a tendency to do that. Um, 
he if he can't cope with something it, his his brain just is like what and then he just goes ah and so it's something that i'm having to work really hard with uh him as a not only a writer but as a trainer and as a <laughs> friend for him um we're having to work really hard to create a relationship that is working <laughs> i feel like that's that's life in general though eh? but um I was actually very, very surprised with how it went. And as for the standing up above them, it meant that I could, like, put my leg on him and I could scratch him with my leg and then swing my leg over, but I didn't actually have to sit on him. So if he moved away from the pressure, I could, you know, you can wait. And it was, he was so good. Honestly, I was mind blown by how good he was and how, it was funny because it's all, I think it's all about backing a horse. It's all about finding a way that works for you and a way that works for them. Um, I've never actually backed a horse that hasn't been a harness horse. I will one day, 100%. Um... Oh, I've helped back one or two, and um, I definitely will one day. But for him, having that education of the saddle beforehand was a really good idea because it made my life easier with my physical limitations. And it's funny because I'm starting to realise that this podcast is as much about me as it is about the horses. And the fact that I am finally realising that I can still do everything everyone else can do, I just have to do it differently, is really, it's a really good feeling. Like, it feels, it feels good, man. I was quite surprised. Because I did not think it was going to feel good at all. I was like, oh my god, I'm a failure. But I am not. I'm just puddling around and mucking things up and doing things in my own way. And it has worked out awesome. And if you guys want to see any of the videos of me getting on them um, or writing them and stuff, they're over on my YouTube, which is jmc-equine. And there's a couple of videos of me writing him up there. Actually, there's quite a few, I think, now. I think I wrote him three days in a row. He was just so good. I honestly, and I, honestly, he's so good. But um, <laughs> I sing his praises. He is a good boy. He can be a total douchebag, but he's also a good boy. Uh, he's pretty good if he puts up with me. <laughs> anyway. Just the fact that I, I, it's almost recently with personal experiences and with non-personal experiences, I've started to learn that you actually can't, there's not one set of rules for every situation. And it's the same with the COVID thing. Everyone's sort of looking at it like, well, what do we do now? And it's like, well, not actually anybody knows. We sort of, we don't have an instruction manual. You know, and that's what I'm learning is that there is no instruction manual. There's not the same thing that works for every horse. There's not the same thing that works for every person. And it's funny because it sounds like something so simple, but it's taken me so long to actually realize and go, oh my God, I've learned that. And I just have realized that you've really got to tailor an individual plan to each horse. Some horses, like Harley, he was really good to get on bareback. And it was awesome for me because it gave me time to allow him to feel what it was like for me to be on his back. And him to realize that, um, you know, I wasn't a threat. Whereas RJ, he didn't need the time with just me on there. I, he was used to me throwing my weight over him and all that sort of stuff and we'd worked on all that and I was able to just slide over and that was what was most comfortable for him and it, it does boggle me because I've always thought of it that the easiest way is just to do it with no gear and get them used to you and I think that's totally right with some horses but um, it was totally wrong for RJ and it, I think it takes a good rider or a good anyone, I am not blowing my own horn, a good human to be able to realise that what you're doing might not work um, and to change it and make it work for whatever you know whatever the sake is and it's something really exciting <laughs> I've really been enjoying working with him and he is very cool and I'm looking forward to working with a few more but um I'm pretty pleased with his progress I think we're just going to keep going now um that's probably the next steps is just to get him going further hopefully this month we'll have him walking and trotting real nice like we might even be able to get to the river depending on the um levels we're at and you know the whole pandemic thing um hopefully maybe get to the river because going swimming with him would be so much fun like imagine how much fun that would be um and yeah I reckon it'll be a ball I'll definitely do a YouTube video if we go and go swimming because that would be so much fun um 
oh, that would be so cool. Now that I think about it, like, that would be so cool. Um, but he definitely just needs, he, yeah, he's, he is sensitive in a way, but I'm not sure if it's sensitive or just quirky. He has his own little things and he works at his own pace. You can't force him to do anything because if you force him to do it, he doesn't do it properly and it's a pain in the butt. But um, <laughs> something I'm learning to do is just slow down and talk to him and allow him to talk to me. Um, and we can actually build a friendship and build a training plan together, which is working lovely like. But um, I'm looking forward to his first trot. I have a feeling he'll pace. He was a trotter. He was raised as a trotter, but he paces. <laughs> and I have to laugh so hard at it because it makes it's like a stress thing he like paces and I'm like what are you doing but um it is what it is I guess and it's all part of the learning process and this is setting me up to be able to help so many other horses but um for him the backing process was actually quite easy minus the whole for the first I've had him for three months four months now the first few times I tried to even like lie or jump next to him he bit me well he didn't bite me but he tried to bite me <laughs> He just couldn't stand the thought, you know, he was like, pain, ow, pain, ow, pain. So I just stopped and I gave it all away and I used to, I was leading him over things, putting him over obstacles, jumping him over jumps, putting him in the float, taking him out of the float. Like there was all this stuff I was just doing to cement the fact that whatever he did, he was going to be safe with me. And he's actually got really, started to really enjoy grooming, which is quite nice because, <laughs> you know, I love doing that. It's funny because a lot of people don't, my sisters don't. Um, one does, the other one doesn't. I love it, um, and it's I find it a really good time for us to bond. And both of our favourite time is when I brush his tail. It's hilarious. He always sleeps when I brush his tail. But um, I don't know if there's much else to say on the whole subject, just that I was really amazed that um, there was, you know, uh, other ways to do it and that it worked. <laughs> it worked really well, and I was really, really pleased with the outcome. And he's turning into a lovely little mount, and I'm looking forward to getting on him hopefully later in the week. Um, and... Yeah, I just the whole process with him has been really fun. As much as it has been, it has been the biggest challenge ever. He's also taught me the most so far, and I think I'll continue to learn with no matter what horse I have. But um, the backing process for him was definitely really different, and I didn't cope very well with that because I was like, I just want to be able to swing over like all those other people. But then I was like, ah, all those other people have working legs, bugger. So I was like, um, I have a lot of core strength and a lot of arm strength, but I have like my legs are that weak that I can't do around the world because I cannot get my legs up. Like I can't, I have to like physically lift them with my arms. And it's like people don't get it till I'm like, some days I can't put my own underwear on and then they sort of start to understand. Um, and that's like, that's why I found it so tricky and finding a new way for um, us to do it was so beneficial because I was like yes that works and it, it, it makes so much sense and it means that in the future if I have a horse who I can't get on I'll do it that way bareback I will just be up higher than them so I can just slide across which makes it so much easier on me and on them and of course I do the whole lying process and the jumping over them and stuff but I just personally for me I found it so much easier especially with my body um to do it that way and I'm really proud of myself for getting out of my comfort zone because it was definitely out of my comfort zone because I was like man oh man this is something different and like I don't know about this and I've never done this before but I did it and you know what he was amazing and he responded so well to it so I've learned a new amazing training technique and I think that we all as riders have to remember that we're always learning new things and we're always learning new things about people we're always learning new things about things <laughs> um and the world can be pretty awful I'd know that myself today's been a really rough day um yeah last week was pretty rough week as well but trying to keep my head up and keep going and keep producing all the stuff I'm doing because I'm loving it um but so a big thank you for everyone who's listened to this whole kind of ramble about how I got on my horse um you guys are amazing and I will catch you next week bye guys